Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, Ride Assist Naperville, Gigi's Playhouse Fox Valley, and Naperville Preservation Incorporated. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing Ride Assist Naperville are Ashley Abraham and Tim Ford. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for Great having us. Great to be here. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have you both, and, and it's RAN for short, right? Correct. Okay. Ashley, you're the new executive director. Congratulations on that. I know you were a program director before, Thanks. so um, nice to welcome you back to the show Thank in you. that new position. Yes. Tell our viewers a little bit about RAN and what you do within the community. How are you serving the community? Sure. We have been around since 2017, and we have volunteer drivers that bring Naperville senior citizens to their medical appointments. So we pick them up at their front door, we walk them to the vehicle, then we drive them to their medical appointment and uh, our driver waits for them for their appointment to finish, drive them home, bring them back to their front door. So it's door-to-door -door service. So we make sure that any Naperville senior citizen that needs to get a ride to their medical appointment, we make sure that we bring them there safely and get them home safely. Yeah, so you really do, it's kind of like you're a surrogate family member, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it is, it's pretty nice. And yeah. uh, a lot of our volunteers and drivers kind of say that they become friends over the years really since we've been in Naperville. And so sometimes we have some volunteer drivers that make sure to take a certain rider uh, because they see their name in the schedule and then they become friends, like I said. So. Okay, that's wonderful. Well, as somebody who has a, a senior father not here uh, over the pond, uh, I can appreciate that service because I can't get there to get him to his medical appointments. So that's a wonderful service that you're offering. Mm -hmm. Tim, you, we've talked to RAN a few times. Yes. You're a board member now. Yep. Tell us a little bit about what's new with RAN. Well, because of the <laughs> pandemic, we were like most organizations. We got kind of slowed down a little bit. We actually had to uh, suspend our service for a period of time until the pandemic kind of, we understood it better. Since then, we put in the uh, COVID-related standard protocols, mm -hmm. sanitizing, our, our volunteers sanitize their cars. We call the, uh, uh, the rider the night before, confirm that they haven't been exposed to COVID, that they're feeling okay. We take their temperature when they get in the car. We wear masks, have them sit, sit in the back seat. Okay. Um, we've also expanded our area where we're servicing uh, these riders too. We now do most of Lyle, uh, a good portion of Aurora, Bolingbrook, and um, a little bit of Wheaton. Okay. Uh, Woodridge also. Um, and we uh, do all five of the major medical centers in the area now, CDH, uh, Good Sam, Edward, obviously, Adventus, and uh, the one down in Bolingbrook. Anita, yeah. Anita, yeah. yeah. And so, Tim, that, I mean, that's substantial growth in terms mm -hmm. of what you're doing. So help us understand a little bit about not only who are your typical drivers and riders, but kind of how that process works. Yeah, so uh, the, the clients that we take, uh, that typically in the 60 to 90, so we have people that are in their late 90s that are taking rides from us, um, Predominantly women, but we have a fair amount of them, probably 25% or so is, is men. So we take everybody, right? Okay. To become a client, it's a very simple process. All you have to do is call our 
Access our website, call our phone number, and we'll fill out the application with you right online. Very simple. Um, once it's filled out, you basically are a client. You put go into our file. Uh, to become a volunteer, our volunteer is a little different, a little more work for them, but they're typically in their 50s to late 70s. We have some, uh, uh, we have a gentleman that's 80 years old that's still driving for us. Okay. Um, they typically uh, are men, but about a third of them, our volunteers are women too, okay. so helping out. Um, to become a volunteer, a little more process involved. You have sure. to give us a call. Accessible website, there's an application to fill out. We will uh, sit down with you, explain the process. We will um, make sure you have a car. That's one of the prerequisites. <laughs> uh, we'll do a slight background check, just more or less, just to make sure we're not picking up any problem areas there. Uh, it's a simple background check. Once that's all through, um, we, will, uh, we have a training program, four hours that we go through that explains all the different facets of how to how to pick up people and take them to the rides and what you're supposed to do. Okay, so, so a, a client would sign up saying, hey, I've got an appointment on Tuesday at nine and a driver would be able to go into the portal and it, sign up to take that, is exactly. that how it works? Well, you'll, okay. the, the clients will call our office. Okay. We will log them in. They, the, our clients don't have to do the, the website stuff. They'll call it in, our admin assistant will take care of putting all the information and she posts it to the portal. And then she sends a reminder out to all our drivers nice. once a week that says there's rides available over the next six to eight weeks, even at far out. And uh, then the, the volunteers just access and they pick whatever rides they want okay. when their schedules afford them that opportunity. That's nice. That's yeah. good. Simple. And Simple. I love the fact that you're still using the phone. That's yeah. good because that's the right audience. It's a very flexible volunteer opportunity for people that want to get involved and help the community. That's yeah. nice. That is nice. And I like the fact that you, you know, people can create some friendships out yes. of that oh, too, Oh, they right? do. Yeah. We, we have a number of drivers and riders that have become friends over the years. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, Ashley, obviously every nonprofit, there are challenges. What have been some of the challenges that you're currently facing? Sure, always finding new qualified volunteers as well as funding. So we do get some grants that we get throughout the year to help us with our services. Like he said, we do pay for background checks. We have our software. Uh, as well as a few other things that we have to pay in order to keep our services running. Uh, another thing we need are that we rely on are some community do donations. It costs $12 for a round trip ride. We don't ask for any donation from any rider that cannot afford it because a lot of seniors are on a limited or fixed income. Okay. Well, that's really, you know, what a great price at $12. So that's really good. Now, as we kind of wrap up, Obviously, you've got challenges, but you've got goals for this year. So what's your what's your top goals for this year? Yeah, we're bringing back some in-person events. So this spring, we are going to be having a trivia night fundraiser. So we don't have it nailed down quite yet, but it's going to be at a local restaurant. And the trivia team prize winner will win half of the money. The other half of the money will be going to RAN. So that will be a lot of fun. So got to keep an eye out for that. Okay. That is going to be fun. That's yes. a good, uh, and trivia is always good. Who doesn't love trivia, right? right? Yes. yes. A couple and other things that we're trying to do is bring on our more volunteers. So we're going to have more volunteer events throughout the year. Okay. Yeah. Kind of just to bring people in and get them familiar with what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's wonderful. The more volunteers we have or the more people we can help. 
Well, it's a great service. I mean, for anybody who has a senior uh, in their family, what a great service. Because yeah. you can't always, even if you live in town, you can't always be there, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes mom or dad just kind of would like to go without you, yeah. you know? Exactly. <laughs> so that's nice. Thank you so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. It was a joy being here. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank, you. thank you. And if you're interested in learning more about Ride Assist Naperville, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us. Those stories that impact our lives. Stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett, and joining me now are Katie Vaughn and Katherine Smith from Gigi's Playhouse, Fox Valley. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Super nice to have you here, and Katie, we'll start with you. What is Gigi's Playhouse? Gigi's Playhouse is a Down Syndrome Achievement Center, and our message is, our mission is to change the way the world views Down Syndrome and to send a global message of acceptance for all. We do that with our impactful programs. We have educational, therapeutic, and career readiness programs for individuals with Down syndrome. Okay, I like that. Me I like too. that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. That's a great message. It's a great mission. Um, Catherine, I, you know, I've had the joy of chatting with you before, um, and and so I know your role. But tell our viewers your role within Gigi's Playhouse. Okay. So I have been involved with Gigi's Fox Valley since. I got out of high school in 2010. I really like volunteering my time to help others. My favorite part of Gigi's is being around the kids. As an adult with Down syndrome who graduated from high school, then I got, I got a two-year certificate in data entry. I have had a steady job for the past seven years, and I am engaged to be married to my fiance, Chris. Yes, I am so <laughs> excited. And look at those amazing ring and the amazing nails. Yes. Ah. Right. And I believe my life experiences makes me a role model for the Gigi's children and an inspiration for the Gigi's parents. 
I think you're an inspiration for everybody, my friend. I Definitely. think that would be true. And I'm sure that the kids really appreciate, you know where they are, you know where they're going, you know where they've been. And so good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Katie, uh, talk a little bit about why people should become involved in Gigi's Playhouse. People should become involved in Gigi's Playhouse. First, our families should become involved. We are available for our families all the way from prenatal diagnosis all the way through adulthood because a lot of people don't have interaction with someone with Down syndrome. I myself did not know anyone with Down syndrome before I had my daughter, who's now nine. And everyone benefits from being involved. So first parents, they get the support that they need. They get to see role models like Catherine at the playhouse and see what people with Down syndrome are truly capable of doing. There's a lot of outdated notions out there and we're really, our aim is to change those outdated notions and show people exactly what people with Down syndrome can do. Um, so that's the benefit for the families. There's also a benefit for our volunteers, like Catherine's a volunteer, and they are able to be a part of something bigger than themselves, be a part of a movement for acceptance with our IAcceptYou.org movement, and really just feel good about themselves. And, and to be honest, um, even professionals get something out of this. I used to be a teacher in a former life, and had I known all the secrets that we have for our educational program, I would have been a much better teacher before had I known all the wonderful things that we implement in our programs. So there's benefits for people with Down syndrome, there's benefits for the families, there's benefits for professionals, teenagers, everyone has a benefit to be involved. I love that. And 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 it really is about bringing a community together, right? right? And, and community involvement also. Yeah. We, we partner up with Steps Dance Center, we partner with The Special Place, which is another nonprofit in Naperville. Um, we partner with Naperville Central High School with their tennis team and their bowling team. They do programs with us. And it really just gives everyone an opportunity to get to know awesome individuals like Catherine um, that I didn't have. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to bring the opportunity to the community. That's great. And Catherine, you know, talk a little bit because you're a ComEd ambassador, which also yes. sounds super cool, right? <laughs> um, how does that role of being a ComEd ambassador help you at Gigi's Playhouse? Mm. So I have been a ComEd ambassador for the past 10 years. ComEd is the first company in the country to have energy efficiency taught by people with disabilities. ComEd makes a large donation to GG's Fox Valley. And as, as an ambassador, I commit to going to events and educating people about energy saving tips. For example, tip number one, improve the insulation in your home to stay warm in the winter and cooler in the summer. This will reduce your energy costs. Tip number two, check the air filters in your home every month. Tip number three, switch off power strips when not in use to save energy. And tip number four, set your refrigerator temperature at 38 degrees. Hmm. So here are some examples of energy saving tips I hand out. So I have um, a tip card for people, you know, just to look at it to see, to know what combat looks like, you know, to conserve energy in your home. That's awesome, I yeah. love that. I think that's one of my favorites. Yep. And then this guy here is also good to put inside of your fridge. It is a temperature that we'll see between 35 and 38 degrees Fahrenheit. 
That's really good. I didn't know that. It, I like, think those it, are great tips. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, and I love that you've worked with, and you've been the ambassador for 10 years. That's yes. really awesome. That's that, you know, and I think that's a big part of it, right? It's yes. about getting out into the community and shedding your bright light and, and really helping people because there's a few tips on there that I did not know that I'm going <laughs> to yeah. have to take that card at the end of this interview <laughs> and take it home with me. Um, Katie, you know, as, as you kind of think about it, how obviously uh, Kath, uh, Catherine's been involved in lots of different ways. You've talked a little bit about how some of your volunteers have been involved, but what, what's the benefit to really being involved uh, in Gigi's Playhouse and how do you become involved? You can become involved in multiple ways. You can volunteer um, like Catherine does on the board. We have at we have positions available right now as program leaders, board members, event committees, um, tutors, literacy and math. Um, so those are when, ways you can volunteer. You can also become involved as a business, like how ComEd has Catherine involved mm -hmm. as the ComEd ambassador. We would love to partner with a business. We're looking to start our GG prep program in 2022. And the GG prep is our first step in the career readiness programs that we have. Okay. And we're looking to partner with different businesses so that we can have more opportunities like Catherine has with ComEd, where we have individuals with Down syndrome out in the workplace doing things. Um, they can be very productive members of society and do lots of different jobs. And the more that we get out with businesses, they can, more people can start to see that. So Katie, how does an individual become involved in Gigi's Playhouse? You can go to our website and on the website, you can do a volunteer um, interest inventory. After you fill that out, we, we would invite you to a volunteer orientation. We have those available virtually. Um, that's something new that we have available since COVID. Um, after the volunteer orientation, we would then contact you to have you observe one or two programs. You can do that at our local playhouse, or you're able to do that on our new platform, Gigi's at Home. And then we would train you with our new learning management system that we have. So each role would get their own individual training. And then we would have you then come aboard and volunteer. That's awesome. I know, lots of steps, but all very worthwhile. So we make sure that we have the most purposeful programs possible and the most trained volunteers possible. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. I want to thank you both for coming by. It's always, Catherine, it's such a pleasure to have you. Congratulations on the engagement yes, and continued right. success in your career. And Katie, thank you for all the good thank work you that so you're much. doing. We appreciate it. And to find out more about Gigi's Playhouse Fox Valley, please go and visit their website. Don't go away. We're coming right back after a few short messages. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. The Naperville Police Department needs your help to solve crime and bring offenders to justice. When you submit tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers, you help keep our city one of the safest in the nation. Tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers have helped solve hundreds of crimes and recover over $7 million in drugs, property, and cash. Remember, tipsters remain anonymous and receive cash rewards up to $1,000 if their tips lead to an arrest. Call the tip line at 630 420 
1-800-273-6006. You may have that one piece of information that solves the crime. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from Naperville Preservation Incorporated are Becky Simon and Jane Ori Burke. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hi, Jane. Thanks so much. We're really glad to have you. And Becky, I'm going to start right out with you. What's the mission of Naperville Preservation, Inc.? Well, we are a young organization in love with old buildings. We're an independent, grassroots organization dedicated to promoting historic preservation in Naperville. You can reach us at NaprevillePreservation.org, and we're the only organization in town doing this kind of work. Okay. And Jane, why, from your perspective, is historical preservation important? I think there are two um, categories of importance. The first one is, you know, really the economic one. If you are good at historic preservation, your community becomes a destination. You have tourism dollars, you have economic development, et cetera. But perhaps most important, I think, is the second category, and that is just preserving the way we live, making it very clear how we got from where Naperville started in 1831 to where we are today. And we think that's a very important thing to do. Okay, I like that. I like well articulated. Becky, um, when you think about historic preservation, you sort of think about the historic district if you've mm -hmm. spent any time in Naperville. Is that the only area that you work in? No, not at all. And the historic district is beautiful. We're coming out with a series of videos of holiday lights in the historic district because it is so beautiful. But no, we cover all of Naperville, north, east, south, and west. Naperville actually has two historic districts. We have a National Register Historic District, which includes parts of downtown, and we also have the Naperville Historic District, which is primarily residential in parts of North Central College. So Becky, you know, you, as you talk there, obviously that's a little bit more central and north, but do we have historic sites beyond kind of what we typically think of as the central part of Naperville? Yes. One of our designated local landmarks, the Thomas Clow House, is south on Book Road, and it is made out of locally quarried limestone. So Naperville is very lucky. We still have some historic buildings made out of locally quarried stone. That's awesome, right? Very cool. Jane, um, you know, now I know your family has been here since late 1800s? Early 1800s. Early 1800s. Okay, mm -hmm. so you know a lot, uh, just probably through what's being handed down through your family. But what should other people know about historic preservation, and, and how can they get involved in it? Well, you know, I think of historic preservation in Naperville as really much more than the historic districts. If you look at Naperville's growth, even since the 1950s, we have seen a small town turn into a very large city. And when people come back to Naperville for high school reunions or other events, they're going to want to see how it was when they grew up here. And we believe historic preservation really, therefore, applies in a broader swath. I would use the East Highlands as an example. The first mm -hmm. commercial subdivision in Naperville built by Harold Mosier in 1954. Very much of it is gone today. And yet when I talk to my high school classmates, they want to know, you know, they drive by the house they grew up in mm -hmm. to see actually if it's still there. We think that kind of mid-century modern is just as important for preservation 
as, of course, the landmarks, you know, the Fifth Avenue stations, the Clough House, et cetera. Yeah, I, I, it is. You sort of hearken and go back home, right? Mm -hmm, there exactly. is that sense of it. Um, Becky, kind of what are the potential benefits for historic preservation for property owners? Well, that is a terrific question because before anybody gets involved with historic preservation, they need to ask themselves that question. As preservationists, I think we would say first and foremost, the pleasure, the joy of living or working in a historic building, there's really nothing like it. The phrase, they don't build them like that anymore, it's very true. But there are also potential economic and financial benefits to people who engage in historic preservation. We've had three buildings in Naperville, Fifth Avenue Station, and the old Naperville Post Office mm -hmm. that have taken advantage of tax incentives available to them for renovation. And there are also buildings in Naperville that have taken advantage of property tax freezes to do their historic preservation work. So there are a lot of potential benefits that are economic. And those are to the direct property owners. So Jane, as we kind of think about how does that impact for the community at large? Well, I would say that historic preservation actually creates more jobs than new development. Um, say more on that. That's, a, that's an interesting, I, I wanna hear a little more on that. Well, when you are, when you are restoring or modifying you are first of all working with the original structure that takes a certain level of expertise and certain trades. Okay. And then as you add on or remodel or doing whatever you're doing, you're also using a different kind of skill. So you have a chance to employ more specialties. Um, and also when you don't tear it down, you are being much more environmentally responsible. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thank you for giving, because I, I, when you first said that, I thought, wait, I need to think about that for a second. So thank you for that further explanation. Mm -hmm. um, as we wrap up here, you know, how, how do people get actively engaged with you? I mean, what, what is the mechanism by which they would engage with your organization? Because you mentioned that it's new, so maybe many people don't know about it. Okay. Contact us at NaprovillePreservation.org or just email us at NaprovillePreservation at gmail.com. Okay, nice and simple. It's easy. Ladies, thank you so much for coming by. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Well, thank we you, appreciate Jane. it. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Uh, and if you would like to have more information about the Naperville Preservation Inc., please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.